Hello, listener, and welcome to Unclever. I'm Blake, along with Todd and Alex, and this is our show about a large variety of topics. We invite you to browse through all of our previous episodes, and we are sure that you will find something to your liking. If not, we'd like to thank you, and we ask you to just listen anyway. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Unclever Podcast, or you can reach us by email at unclevergies at gmail.com. That's unclevergies at gmail.com. And now on with the show. And so for our topic today, we have something that has the potential to be quite contentious. Yeah, (laughs) without a doubt. Well, quite contentious among us here. We are discussing or debating which is better, the UFC or NASCAR. Mr. Varden, would you like to lead this? Yeah, I don't know how many of our listeners are aware that you guys are super fans. Todd of NASCAR. I'm staring at, was that Ty Gibbs? Ty, Ty Gibbs, man. Ty Gibbs racing That's shirt my guy. right now. People love to hate him, but I love the dude. And then I, it, if you're ever around Blake, he talks nonstop about his jits. <laughs> what doing, is a jit? Doing some jujitsu. UFC super fan. He calls it jits? I've heard it multiple oh, times. Shoot in and use my jits on you. <laughs> there it is. That's, I actually stole that from a friend of mine who, who was in a MMA fight and – he destroys the guy. Yeah. And then back in the locker room, you know, they're shaking hands or whatever, and he was just like, oh, man, you got me. I was going to shoot in and use my jits on you. <laughs> if you watch the fight, you're like, no, you weren't. You came to take a beating, and it. that was it. So. I love it. I would consider myself a moderate fan of both, but I really want to hear why you guys love each of the sports that you love. So whoever wants to go first, it, well, Todd, why do you love NASCAR? Well, Blake, why do you love Can we season? also say why you shouldn't love the other sport? Absolutely. Okay. I, I was saving the heat for the end. No, no I got Let's go. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Blake, Blake can go first on this. No, I probably should not because if I do, you're not going to have anything to say. No, throw it at me. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, uh-uh. I no, because I got an argument to... that I, I want to hear what you got to say first. Yeah. So You're going to have to restructure. <laughs> no, I'm ready. <laughs> well, uh, let me clarify then before before I start. Are are we talking the sports as in racing versus MMA? I knew I knew you were going to break out MMA. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Well, MMA. that's what it is. I know. Well, you can't talk how are you going to say talk about NASCAR without saying racing. Yeah. So are we are we talking about the sports? Okay, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's go motorsports. Oh, versus oh, MMA. Motorsports. Yeah, I like Ty. I took it up a level on you. What yeah, you got you now? Yeah, yeah, now he's scared. You did. No, I'm not scared. <laughs> but you're going to include like motorcycle races. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, if we're talking racing with some type of engine, that's a motorsport, right? Yeah. Well, that drag no, racing. But if you do that, yeah, if you do drag racing, uh, no, no, NASCAR, I'm, I'm going to track. I'm, I'm going to specifically one. talk about NASCAR. Yeah, if you talk about all those things, then I should be able to talk about boxing. I, I'm fine with that. I don't want to talk about boxing. I'm talking <laughs> round track, turning left real fast versus. But part part of what I got to say, martial arts. Part of what I got to say is going to be comparing NASCAR, which is a hundred percent American, to motorsports around the world because I think your view of NASCAR is a little skewed. Okay, so you want me to start? Yes. 
Okay, well, I'll, there are certain things that I will concede in terms of, and and I'm not. This is not coming from from someone who has zero exposure. Okay, my dad took myself and my brother to to Talladega twice. I know maybe three times when we were younger, and there is something to say for it. It is. I'm not. I'm not anti. NASCAR. Well, well, the thing is, I don't think either of us are anti because I, I would not call myself a UFC fan. I'm not going to pay for it to be on my TV. But if somebody says, hey, man, we got a fight on, you're going to come over and hang out, I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy the fight. I'm going to enjoy the yeah. atmosphere. I'm going to enjoy what I watch. I like it. Buffalo chicken dip as well. Right. I got to. Yeah. So I, th- maybe that's where we differ is because I don't think I could actually sit, watch a race and enjoy it. Okay. I would have a hard time finding enjoyment in it. Right. I'll do my best. I can enjoy maybe some of the, and this is kind of a fruity way to say this, but the pageantry at the beginning. Right. The gentlemen start your engines. Mm-hmm. The boogity dri- boogity. Drivers going to the cars. <laughs> uh, you know, thank you, Lord, for my smoking hot wife. All that. Right. You remember right. that? Hey, yeah, mm-hmm. but come on, man. I'm sorry. More pastors say that than race car drivers. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I, so there are there are definitely some things I would concede to it. Um, like again, I'm not anti. I just can't seem to sit and watch it and enjoy it. So let, let's establish this. Would you consider that both NASCAR and MMA or UFC, however we want to do this? Let, let's clarify. When we say UFC, we're talking about Ultimate Fighting Championship, which is a brand. It is a promotion that puts on MMA competition, which is mixed martial arts, right? right? right. Yeah. And NASCAR is the brand of motorsport. Of motorsport. All right. So we'll use those ter- terms completely interchangeably, but for most people, for the common person out there, we'll say NASCAR and UFC. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm with that deal. So both are somewhat of a team sport disguised as an individual sport. They're more of an individual sport, but they are they are also have very much a team element to them. Man, you just keep talking. <laughs> because, for instance, the, the driver, I mean, at the end of the day, he's the only one getting in the car, right? Yeah. At, at the end of the day, the fighter is the only one going into the cage. Correct. In, into the octagon. But there's a lot of people that have been involved in helping them get to that Absolutely. Point. Yeah. You know, and the driver, like, name some positions on a crew. I mean, you got a crew chief. you got what else? Because, I mean, I don't really care to know. Or ever I mean, have, there's, but, there's a whole lot, and I'm going to explain it later after you get done saying what you got to okay. say. Okay. Well, there's a lot of pieces. <laughs> there's a lot of individual jobs to do. Uh, with a fighter, you have your... You have your striking coach. You have your jujitsu coach. You have your nutritionist. You have a cut man. Well, so generally speaking, depends on it. Depends on the promotion. Like mm. some promotions, they will. Most promotions will assign you a cut man. Okay. So once wait, wait, what's a cut man? It's exactly what it sounds. It's the like. dude that fixes you up when you get cut. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, that, th- I think cut off man in baseball. Yeah. That's fair. So they, the, you ha, you would have a manager. You, you're going to have the fighter's going to have a team. Uh, did I say nutritionist? Because mm-hmm. they do weight cuts and all that. Anyway, so you're going to have 
Because they're not smart enough to figure out what they need to eat. No, because they they cut a lot of weight, which that's a whole nother topic. I could, we could do a whole podcast talking about weight cutting and why, in my opinion, it should not be a thing. Okay. For specifically for mixed martial arts. And I could go into that and rant on that for a while. But anyway, so they somewhat team sports, but they're disguised as individual sports because at the end of the day, like I said, that driver's the only one getting in the car behind the wheel. Right. Right. He's the only one literally putting his life on the line. Right. And the fighter who goes into the cage is the only one that's literally putting his life on the line. Totally agree with this. Outside of that, there is no comparison between racing and UFC or mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts is superior in every other aspect. In every other possible way, it is superior. Blake, would you consider How? NASCAR a sport? That's a tough question. I would say yes, because it requires skill. I mean, but let's let's establish, like, we're talking about two sports that are the the big three are football, baseball, basketball, right? Yes. And then yeah. outside of that, you're going to have hockey, you're going to have mixed martial arts, you're going to have racing yeah. of all sorts and all kinds, you know, and, and many other things, Olympic sports and, and so on. But I would say that not only is MMA the truest form of competition uh, in comparison to NASCAR, I would say it's the truest form of competition compared to anything. There is nothing on this earth that people can compete in that even comes close to a foundational level of competition that MMA does. It's in our DNA. Or as the fox from Zootopia would say, it's in our Duna. Duna. Classic <laughs> film. You do not get more you don't you don't get closer to the truest form of competition as to take two individuals, put them inside of a of a cage, shut the gate and find out who the dude is. Like it doesn't get any more you you don't get you don't get any closer to the foundation or the bones of what competition really is than that. There's nothing that even compares. It's in our DNA. Fighting is in our DNA. Hand to hand combat is in our DNA. It no, really I, is. No, I agree with that. It's like uh it's like looking at a fire. You know, you, you we'll all find ourselves like if you're sitting around a fire somewhere, you're gonna stare at it. You don't know why. Yeah, but you like the way that fire looks. Yeah, this the, can't disagree. That's a that's a very important point that also illustrates why MMA or UFC is so much um, is so much superior to something like racing in every way because there is. <laughs> sorry, I keep doubling down on how bad racing is. I know <laughs> there is no matter what scenario you're in, there's nothing more important than a fist fight when it breaks out. Nothing. Unless you got a gun. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, okay. If somebody pulls out a firearm. But just, okay, so in our area, in our area, shout out, um, love the people. And, and this is going to shock you guys. I have, okay, let me make a confession here. I've never been to Savory Speedway. Oh, my gosh. You ain't going to believe this. Neither have I. What? 
Not a what? single time. Not once. Uh, the first 15 years of my life, I lived where I could hear the Speedway every Saturday night. Never have I ever been there for how, a race. As a racing guy, how is that even possible? Well, we'll get into that later because we were talking about how diehard I am. There was a long period of time where I didn't watch racing at all. Really? Yeah. I have, I have been to Sayre Speedway as in like the location, but I've never been there for an actual race. Same. Same. Y'all missing out. Yeah. But what's the old saying when it comes to, when it comes to Sayre? What's the old? I don't um, know. You go to watch a fight and a race breaks oh, out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Go to watch a fight and a race breaks mm-hmm. out. And that's, the, that's what I mean when I say there's nothing more important than a fist fight. You could be on the final lap, but if two drivers pull over to the side or pull into the pit and they jump out and they start fist fighting, people will ignore the final lap of the race. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's the same as motorsports. Nothing more important than a fist fight. Right. So just to illustrate how much more superior ufc is i or mma i looked up some viewership numbers on nascar so what would you say is the most popular what what is i looked at this is from 2019 this is the most recent ones i could find but the actual number of viewers for different races throughout the nascar season which one drew the most views daytona 500 yeah daytona yeah nearly double anything else yeah how many people viewed it? In 2019, probably two and a half million people. No. Not, not a lot. You undershot it. How many? 9.17 million. Okay. I, know, I know the numbers have, have been down. That's why I went so low. Yeah. So that was in 2019. Uh, you have a couple that come in at 5 million, um, which about comparatively – Atlanta Motor Speedway and Las Vegas Motor Speedway both come in at five million. Talladega, four and a half mm-hmm. million viewers. So that's kind of what you're looking at is total viewership. Okay. Right. So it's really hard to compare the two because you have with MMA your your biggest fights, and they're pretty frequent. They're almost every weekend, yeah. but they'll have seasons where they'll do maybe like one card a month, something like that. But they're pretty frequent. And so for MMA, you would have, you know, you have free cards and you have pay-per-view cards and your, you know, your biggest fights are going to be on pay-per-view cards, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. The largest pay-per-view in MMA history, which would obviously be USC, being that they're the the premium brand. Right. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what it is? Ken Shamrock? Oh, my goodness. Please don't get on your Ken Shamrock horse. <laughs> I, have, I have no so idea. He's the Dale Earnhardt of UFC. Don't worry <laughs> no, he's not. I thought that was Chuck Liddell. Oh, my word. The record for UFC pay-per-view buys. buys. Any guess? It's Connor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Connor actually holds, I think, four of the top five yeah. and like five or six of the top ten. He's just a salesman. Right. He just mm-hmm. breathes it. It was uh, Connor Khabib, or Habib, however yeah. you want to say it. Connor McGregor versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yeah. Do you like that? Just yeah. rolls off That's the impressive. tongue. 
um, they hold the record at a little over 2.4 million. The average number of viewers for a single pay-per-view buy, pay-per-view buy, would you like to take a guess? Does this include like all the the sketchy streams? No, this doesn't. This is actual buys. Okay. But actual purchases, they, they, there were two, a little over 2.4 million purchases made to watch that fight. Just like take a guess at how many people on average, because how many people are going to buy a pay-per-view fight and sit and sit at home and watch it by themselves? Yeah, that's true. Very few. Not yeah. many. But there's also going to be a bunch that are purchased to watch in sports bars. Right. Where there may be a hundred people there watching. But there's also going to be a number of people who buy it. Like us three get together and we all throw in, you know, yeah. $25, and we buy it. So average, what would you guys say? Uh, around a million. If you said two point five for no, the number of people like at each oh. buy, like oh, I so don't know. You see what I'm saying? I go yeah, five yeah. and a half. It's four point two. Oh, it was close. So close. four point so four point two people. Let's round it down to four though. Mm-hmm. So we'll go low low side on this. So if if four times two point four million buys, that is nine point six million viewers. Mm-hmm. 9.6 million okay and how the 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 most popular race was the Daytona 500 correct Connor uh Khabib took place in uh, late 2018 so it's pretty comparable to compare that to 2019 Daytona mm-hmm. 500 so not 9.17 million people watched the Daytona 500 Nine, Wait a minute you're you're assuming everybody's sitting at home watching the race by themselves this, this is true. The Daytona 500 is going to be on in the same bars that that UFC fight oh, was Lord. on Saturday night. Is it not? I would agree with that. It's going to be on the TV there at the bar. There's going to be people who get together and make uh, Rotel dip and burgers. How many, though? Uh, 4.2, probably. Would, would you? Yeah. No. I, no. Average it out. Absolutely average not. Average it out. You're not ever going to convince me that that just as many people get together to watch the Daytona 500 because I'm going to guess that of that 9.17 million, probably a third of them, not, a, not even a single person's viewing the TV because one guy turned it on and fell asleep. Two weeks ago. Because first off, let me just say this way. 9.6 million people paid... Seventy to a hundred dollars to watch Connor versus Khabib. Why isn't it big enough to just throw it on ESPN? Because it's too big. Hmm. It's too big. That's a stretch. They pay, is, it, they, is the Super Bowl so big that we got to start paying for it every year, Blake? That's not how this works, di- dude. It's a different business. That's model. not it's how a this different works. Business. Apples and oranges is a different business model. Not. But 9.6 million people paid 70 to $100, depending on where they were, to watch Connor versus Khabib versus 9.17 TVs that were turned on with people asleep in their rocking chair. Okay. okay. All right. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I got. That's it? That's it. I mean, That's it? I, I, no, no. Hey, you cannot overcome the first part that I gave you there, though. No, that, that, I love that you said that. I absolutely love that you said that. That I said it was in our DNA? Yes. And all that? Or give, me, give it to me then. Because I'm going to tell you what you ain't. Said that because, racing. Because when, racing. I, when I was thinking about this, because I, I, th- I think this is really, if we're talking about what's most popular, what are more people going to watch, 
there is no doubt that UFC is going to win that because of the growth of the sport over the past decade or so. And the reason that is, is because it's in our DNA. Not everybody can understand how a vehicle travels as fast as they do around these tracks. Oh, my word. But everybody can look at two dudes trying to kill each other. Yeah. Yeah. Are you so, saying that you have to have a more sophisticated I'm sports saying, palette? I am saying that you're, UFC, fight, you're, fighting of any sort. You're really going to sit here in front of God and everybody and say that NASCAR is the most sophisticated fan base? No, let me talk here. What I'm saying is NASCAR, any kind of motorsports, isn't for everyone. You have the people. When you think of NASCAR fans, what do you think, Blake? I think of people turning something on on Sunday afternoon and falling asleep and no, no, waking no. up let's watching talk the about, last two let's minutes. Let's talk about the people at the race. Oh, I think of people drinking beer. Yeah, being intoxicated. Yes, you think of a party. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Why, why, why do people think? Because they're numbing themselves to what's actually happening. Blake. Blake. They're... <laughs> Blake. People think that because of the culture, because of where stock car racing came from. Okay. It Here is very specific to America. NASCAR, you know the roots. You've seen Talladega Nights, right? That's the roots. It is. That's your origin story? No, that is, that is why NAS, NASCAR legitimately came from bootlegging, right? Right. These guys trying to outrun cops, and they said, well, my, my, my car is faster than you. And they got in there, but see, people think these guys are bootlegging. They're from the mountains. They don't realize how smart these guys were. Y'all understand? Y'all have any idea how an internal combustion engine works? No. Certainly not. Exactly. These guys were smart enough to figure out how to make these things go faster so they could outrun the cops. And then everybody loves speed. Come on. Yeah. I don't. Blake. I don't. I don't. I, do you, I can back Blake. He's one of the slowest drivers I've ever met in my well, life. Well, I'm not talking about just driving, but what about, uh, I mean, we just talked about theme parks a couple of weeks ago. You get on a ride. What ride like did he shout out? It? Wasn't it the, uh, the swamp at... Uh, Okie Pinocchie Swamp. Yeah. Monster Plantation. Monster Plantation. Well, most people love speed. So we like, they like to watch things going fast or be in something going fast. The difference here is around the world, motorsports is looked at as a feat of engineering. Yeah. It really is. F1. F1, people go to that because there are teams of engineers and mechanics who try to find any little advantage they can over their competition. And that could be moving a part of the car a thousandth, thousandth of an inch where they think this can make the difference between this car and the other car. Okay. 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 So I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to argue that it's, it's like more popular. I'm saying that your view of it is because you live in America and you just think motor racing is dudes getting drunk at the dirt track down in uh, Arkadelphia and people out in the campgrounds in NASCAR. So you haven't ever given it a chance. I'll go. I'll give it a chance. Where are we going? We can go to Talladega. I've been to Dega twice. I can appreciate the pageantry at the beginning. After that, I struggle. Until the last, it's like the first, I mean, imagine that in any other sport. 
All that matters is the first two minutes and the last two minutes. I mean, that's kind of a there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. It's kind no. of an NBA game. No. Yeah. It wasn't when Dude, the, the you, Dallas Mavericks beat the Suns by half a hundred. And you're Not talking wrong. about you're talking about the team sport. Uh NASCAR is like the the amount of people that go into that is unreal. Literally teams of engineers. The pit crew, they're not mechanics, boys. They're ex football players. These are ex athletes out there who didn't make it in whatever sport they are, so they have trained to get these pit stops under ten seconds. Okay. This isn't just dudes running around, driving around in a circle. They have to hit their marks. They have to maintain their equipment. If they go out there and just just give it 100% the whole time, they're not going to make it through the race. They're going to blow tires. Things are going to go bad. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm here for the Days of Thunder quotes. You know? <laughs> no, I had a question. What, which sport, like, what's the best MMA movie? Well, that's, I mean, MMA has not been prominent. Is it that Kevin James? Come on, man. That's not fair. That's not fair. That's like comparing, you know, that's like comparing the Beatles catalog to, you know, I don't know. This is, this is my deal. I don't like, it makes no sense to me that UFC is seen as it is. But when I tell somebody I'm a NASCAR fan, the look in their eye, you piece of trash. Everything changes because yeah. they think, oh, this dude's just some redneck who likes to watch these guys drive around in circles. There's a lot of strategy that goes into this. Same thing with MMA. I understand that. All right. There's strategies in these fights. But we're talking. You know, Would you say with dire consequences, too? Dire consequences? What do you mean by that? Your strategy. Absolutely. Yeah. As, as far as like, if you want to win the race, you got to have. No, 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 no. I'm talking about in MMA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it's on a, like, simple-minded level. What? Because that's the way people make me think, make me feel when I tell them I'm a NASCAR fan. So I have to kind of jokingly, like, yeah, man, I like NASCAR. And I really do like NASCAR. Yeah. But people make, people make me think. Do you stay interested the entire race? No, that's, that's, that's one of the beauty, the beautiful parts about NASCAR is that I can turn it on Watch for a while, see how this race is going, take a nap, wake up and watch the end. I don't know. <laughs> I'm struggling. Do, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying, though? Like, I understand I, that you were trying to say that, you, that NASCAR fans are the most sophisticated did, did, fan base. I never said anybody say. was more sophisticated. I'm just saying I don't understand why. And I, th- I really think it's unique to America. They think NASCAR fans are idiots. I can appreciate the engineering aspect of it. I really can. I can appreciate that. But I'm just saying for what what it's a means to, the payoff is not worth it for me. Let me ask you this. Here's another angle. You ever been to a UFC fight? No. What are the odds you'd go? What are the odds of you making, to, making it to a UFC fight in the next five years? I would say really high. We is almost this, went. Is this something Yo, you've already been planning? We almost went. Was it? It was like Atlanta. Wasn't Atlanta. It? Yeah. We talked about Atlanta or Nashville. Right. Do you think that the experience surrounding a UFC fight compares at all to the pageantry of a NASCAR event? Well, definitely. I mean, you're not dealing with anywhere near the crowds in attendance. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, but but that's because of the. I mean, what is it? Is it a half mile? 
Always dependent on the race. Yeah, the tracks vary from half What is Talladega? Uh, Talladega is the largest oval circuit. It's 2.66 miles, but then you have road courses. You have one-mile ovals. Uh, They've really, like, made an effort to diversify the tracks that they're going to. NASCAR has really, like, made a push. And see, that's weird to me, too. Why is that? Because that's like saying, all right, Yankees and Sox, next time we're going to play on a football field. Well, like that changes but, the whole but, but, entire game. Yeah, it, exactly. And it gives like you have the okay, you have different drivers who grew up racing dirt. You have drivers who grew up racing go-karts, so they're in uh they're doing road courses. So you'll have these See, guys I don't like that. You'll have these guys who shine who are who have an advantage it. at different courses and that's just part of the game. Well, see, I don't like that. It, that and that's one of my problems with say like tennis. I don't like how it's hard court and then you go to Wimbledon and they're on grass. You want the variability the, to be in the fighting styles. I love that. I want the ver- variability to be in the skill of the person, not in what they just happen to be raised on. Nah. Like, that's, that's wild. Like bro. in tennis, it's like there, there are people who are marked favorites just because they're playing on clay or just because they're playing on gla- grass versus – but if they play on a hard surface, then somebody else is the overwhelming favorite. You play junior high basketball in the most – advantageous home field basketball court I've ever seen in my life. You Where did he play? Shoot. You could I not, said it is great. You could not shoot. This the is zipsy, no lie, Alex. You could not, unless you could get up on your tippy toes, like somehow stand on your toenails, you could not shoot a three from the corner in the Sipsy Junior High Gym. You'd be, you'd be dribbling down the court, and all of a sudden you hit a dead spot. Or like a a, a, p- a plank of woods raised up. Home field the thing, advantage. The thing they were takes just designing the their right. defense towards the dead spots. Right. Home field advantage. Right. Home court advantage, sorry. So so the dude that grew up playing on that court doesn't like variations in, in courts or courses. And somehow he thinks yeah. he's a little above watching NASCAR. Oh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. But there is a difference when you're – I mean, in most sports. So baseball – Football, basketball, that field is 100 yards long and it's 52 yards wide. The bases are is 90 feet. The pitcher's mound is 60 feet, 6 inches. I, I completely, completely disagree on baseball. What? About there's no differences. Oh, I mean, I, there are definitely home field advantages. I mean, we, we saw um, this recently in, in the playoffs for our local high school for corner in the first, first round or second. I can't remember which one it was, but they went and played someone in the position of the lights. Um, was really difficult yeah. on them. And I've I've been to baseball fields where the way that shadows are cast causes a major issue. Or balls like, like Big what? Green Monster. Yeah, yeah, you got the Green Monster. You uh, go to Colorado, yeah. playing the Rockies, the ball is going to fly yeah. because of elevation. Right. There's a lot. Oh, well, yeah, of, and if, if you're, if you're in a lot play, of variables. play football and you're you know playing Denver and altitude, right. and right. people mile high stadium. Anyway, but – to me, that's different, though, than saying, okay, today we're not playing on a football field. Today we're going to play up and down the aisles of Walmart or no, we're going to play in a parking I, lot. I get what you're saying, but like, I also that's think – That's just a completely different thing. That's what uh, – that's part of the appeal of NASCAR is that they're – because, honestly, y'all don't know much about NASCAR. So there was a period of time, like from early 2000s up until the, about three or four years ago, where most of the tracks on the circuit were mile-and-a-half ovals. And during that time, they lost an incredible amount of viewers. Did they get rid of Watkins Glen? Yes. Don't sleep on my NASCAR knowledge. For a while. They got, Don't sleep. They, wow. they left the Glen for a while. Yeah. Uh, but it was all these, these mile-and-a-half ovals. Yeah. 
And it's the same thing every week. It's repetitive, you know? And the, the teams, the engineers and mechanics were able to find advantages for those specific tracks. So you had the same teams going out, you know, cars winning all the time because they had dialed in that mile and a half. Was that like, what time frame are we talking about there? I, like I think it's probably like 2005 to so oh, okay so we're not we're talking fairly recently because yeah. I was thinking I do we were remember. talking like a 15 year period from 2005 to 2020 okay what about before that before that uh, was there a lot of variability there was there was there was more variation but, uh, I mean I, it seems like I remember a day when it was basically Davey or Dale Earnhardt won like every week yeah I mean that but well. You weren't watching every week, though. Yeah. But the, the thing with me is I grew up – the reason – the main reason I'm a NASCAR fan is because I grew up with my dad watching it every Sunday. Yeah. And, I mean, who doesn't want to be like their dad when they're six years old? Right. right? So – but I, I watched it all the way up until I was in high school, and I lost interest. Uh, and I didn't watch it at all from probably 2002 – Till 2020, I would watch like the Daytona 500. I might sit and watch a little, you know, Pocono. Yeah, like (laughs) he looked up tracks. No, man, I know, I know. (laughs) I grew up on NASCAR. I would, I would watch it every now and then, but I didn't, I didn't follow the sport at all. Like I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who won the championship in 2011. But then 2020 happened, Mm -hmm. and COVID shut everything down. And what did NASCAR do? They were the first sport to say, hey, we back. Were they, they? Yes. Before UFC? I'm, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, let's look that up. Because what they did was they, they decided we are going to run our full schedule however we can do it. So they were having races like on a Tuesday night, and then they would have another race on Saturday to fit in that whole schedule. So during that time, there's nothing else to watch. Yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday night, there's a race on. I'm going to check it out, and that's what got me back into the sport. So, I'm trying to think. The 2020 NASCAR Cup Series, is that, would that be it? Yes. My favorite driver is not in the Cup Series yet. Who's that? By the way, Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs. Son of Joe Gibbs. Yeah, Joe Gibbs oh, Racing. Grandson of, son, grandson of Joe Gibbs. Who, uh, you know Joe Gibbs, Blake? Yeah, that won, won a couple of Super Bowls. Yeah, coach he's also for, won multiple uh, NASCAR Cup Series championships as an owner. Okay, the NASCAR Cup Series. Who drove for Joe Gibbs back in the day? Uh, let's see. Back when he first started, the first driver I remember was Dell Jarrett. That's what I was going to guess. Yes, the people said my dad looked like Dell Jarrett, <laughs> the number eighteen car. Yeah. He won a Daytona five hundred, beat out Dell Earnhardt. In yeah. the early 90s, that's one of those, you know, Earnhardt tried for 20 years to win the 500. Yeah. All these heartbreaking losses, that was one of them. Well, but now... I can't find it. Now there are four Gibbs drivers. You have these kind of super teams in NASCAR, Hendrick, Gibbs, where they got three yeah. or four cars. Pitbull only has two, man. Michael Jordan, hey... Michael Jordan, his car, he's got two cars, number 23 and 45, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. Yesterday, Kurt Busch drove the Jordan brand car, sweet-looking car, got the jump man on the hood to victory in Kansas. Okay. <laughs> so, do you feel good about where you've, where you've left it? 
I'm fine with it. Like, okay. like I said, because I, I feel good about it. I, I'm I not convinced of anything, but I feel good about it. I feel good about. There was there was nothing there was nothing for me to be convinced of because I'm a moderate UFC guy. Like I said, I'll watch it. Okay, so I'll I win. Just, I just wanted to get off my. There's no winning here. I wanted to get off my chest that I don't understand why I get the looks that I get when I say I'm a NASCAR fan, but all these dudes out here watching two guys beat up on each other. Okay. I, don't, don't get, get me that wrong. Look. I realize there there's a stigma that goes with MMA fans as well, and I've experienced it. I was in Memphis once when there was a a big fight going on at the FedEx Forum, and down on Bill Street, and we we were down on Bill Street and eating and stuff like that. And all the UFC fans are out there walking up and down the street, right. and every one of them's looking for a fight and wearing an affliction shirt. Like I I know. Oh yeah, but that that uh, that stigma has kind of. I think it's decreased a little bit. Oh, it has because because of because of sophisticated fan base like myself that knows what's happening when they go to the ground. Did you ever own an Affliction T-shirt? No, no. Okay. All right, I promise. Um, so let me, let's end it with this. And what's what's something? And I have I have no answer for this. I'm asking both you guys. What's a NASCAR event or thing? What's happening in NASCAR? Maybe an event or something that you're most excited about right now. That I'm most excited about the yeah. new car. This. Uh, 2022 is like i think it's the seventh generation of car and it's really made the competition a lot better it's kind of even the playing field like last year past couple of years hendrick motorsports absolutely dominated the sport dominated so now the uh the new car is like i said really leveled the playing field so you got guys who have only owned cars for two or three years winning races like michael jordan mm-hmm. and pitbull Going out here. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, going out here beating these big boys who've been doing it for 30 years, and they got a army, army of engineers working on their cars. You got something you're excited about with NASCAR? I honestly didn't even know Pitbull was involved, so I'm pretty excited about that. But uh, I, I grew up on NASCAR, but I've been more of a UFC fan lately, so I'm like a, I'm, I'm pretty moderate on both. Okay, so what I you, think they're both great sports, but I just don't like the looks I get. So what are you excited about UFC-wise? excited about UFC C-wise? I mean, again, I'm just kind of like in the middle, so I'm just excited to watch it. We need to wrap this one up. Nothing? What are you excited about UFC C-wise? Um, I would say beyond the shadow, for sure right now, what I'm most excited about is John Bones Jones moving to heavyweight. I want to see him Let's at heavyweight. <laughs> I'm in on that. <laughs> he looks, Bones, that's, a, that's a good name. He, he looks like he might rip somebody's arms off at heavyweight. Legit. Yeah. So there's a lot of upcoming fights I'm excited about, but just seeing his heavyweight debut, I would have to say is it. Solid choice. All right. All right. So Pitbull owns the number 99. Daniel Suarez drives that, and uh, Ross Chastain drives the number one. Every time he wins, he smashes a watermelon. Are his opponents going timber? (laughs) 